0: Bouncing over what had passed for a desert road in the middle of Nevada, I found it easy to know what to do and to predict the ways in which I could be discovered. The satellites covering the ground, the heat sensors embedded in the ground, the advanced sound detection system. I'd never even heard of half of this stuff, but I intuitively understood how to avoid being detected. At moments like these, I loved Computronium. I didn't love what I was about to do. I had a plan, but I was going rogue to do it. I have no one to blame. It's my plan, after all, and I don't want to die. But I am the person who can do it. It's up to me, and I'm up to do it. And I think back to yesterday. In our final preparations, haphazard as they are, we took a moment to share with each other why we are doing what we plan to do. Seventy-nine was an army ranger and saw what Computronium did to three members of his company in Afghanistan in 2002. 208 is a former Computronium addict, 999 lost her boyfriend to the Arcana. Why did I? I'm still not sure. The responsibility gene is too strong, I guess. Rufus and Anna, they had been lifelong members of the Arcana, part of Aaron Jefferson's inner circle. Disillusioned when their daughter got caught up in the web, when they saw a way out, they started plotting. Something grabbed my attention. I veered to the right and floored it. It was like some sort of mortar round or guided missile. I didn't get a look. I was weaving. It felt instinctual. But I knew it was a computronium. Gathering clues I'd otherwise not have noticed. Quickly stitching them together into a reaction and staying alive. Something in my ears beeps. My Bluetooth earbuds. Going dead. Great. Then, an idea. I open the Humvee's door, jam the crowbar used on those soldiers onto the gas pedal, and roll out the door. Thump! Bump! Ooh, oh! I survived it. But altogether, not one of my best plans. Or was it my plan at all? The Humvee rolls on, blasting into the compound, a series of low buildings, low on a rocky hill. It hits what looks like a dump, a pile of old tires and barrels and tangles of wire, flies up onto two wheels, skids on its side right into a small building, like a mobile office at a construction site. I had made my announcement. I am here. That's my plan. I want to flush the undersecretary, get him on the move. He's stocked with Computronium. He can calculate all the rational possibilities, predict all the sensible outcomes. But I remember what Janet said to me. We were in her apartment weeks ago. She was blow drying her hair. Over the din of the blow dryer, she said she was concerned about me. I'd become unpredictable. I'd gone crazy. Unpredictable. Computronium can't predict the unpredictable. It can't rationalize the irrational. My computronium made me crazy. Undersecretary Jefferson's computronium can't calculate crazy. Suddenly, there's a burst of action. I see a handful of soldiers, just like the two I had dealt with, and a flood of children? An absolute flood of little kids. I say into my Bluetooth speakers, Hey, I'm at the compound. I see a vault in the side of the mountain. Rufus is right. It looks impenetrable. Then I hear Rufus say, Did you get the C4 from their stockpile? I say, No. I'm changing the plan. I'm not going after the computronium. Jefferson is going to bring it to me. From the other end, silence. Crickets. I imagine them thinking, Has Sean finally lost his mind? And I think, You bet I have. If my friends don't know what I'm about to do... Can't conceive it. Then there's no way Aaron Jefferson, the undersecretary, can. I mean, right? Then I hear 999 say, Sean, we have a problem. I interrupt him. I say, hold on. Rufus, there are children everywhere. What's going on? 999 says, Sean, the helicopter. I say, hold on. Rufus, what's with all the kids? Rufus says... Jefferson's always looking for more computronium. It's a job for the young and healthy. And vulnerable. Then I hear a helicopter. I say, I hear the chopper. Perfect timing. But 999 says, Helicopter, what? I say again, I hear it. The timing couldn't be better. 999 says, but our chopper's grounded. I was trying to tell you, something's wrong with the rotor. It won't fly. Ah, fly. And I think, oh no. There is chaos in the compound, which masks my full-out sprint toward the small mountain, to where the large metal doors are. It's an entrance to a cave. The closer I get, the louder the helicopter. The sound is above me. I look up. There's a path to the top of the hill, and the computronium speaks to me. Two minutes later, I huff and puff my way to the top. I'm spent, but with a couple of minutes to recover, I should be fine, but I'm not going to get a couple of minutes to recover. Just as I get to the top and break out into the open, where there is a concrete helipad and another Humvee, I see the helicopter start to take off. It looks heavy and slow. There's only one man inside, the pilot. The helicopter struggles to get off the ground, but it does, and just as it does with the last of my energy, I sprint over and climb into the cargo area. Was I spotted? I'm too tired to care. I hear my earbuds beep. I've been on a call in the middle of the desert for an hour. The battery is about dead. I can't hear a thing anyway. The helicopter's too loud. I can barely hear the beeps. The computronium speaks to me. Helicopters in the air. It's jam packed full, and there's only one person inside, and I know already my plan is working perfectly. Computronium can calculate countless outcomes of predictable data, and a few minutes ago, my Computronium duct taped to my abdomen helped predict that if I made a noisy attack on the museum, Jefferson would panic and flee. I didn't predict he had a helicopter, but it was close enough. And Jefferson was acting just as I'd predicted. I, on the other hand, was not. Jefferson didn't know me, didn't know what I'd do, and it was all due to the computronium taped to my... Oh. I felt my abdomen. The computronium was missing. It had come off somehow. Probably when I rolled out of the Humvee. Oh, shit. What was I going to do? I could black out at any time. advice from 999-208-Rufus. I couldn't talk to them, but I could text. In the cargo area of this chopper, hunkered down, out of reach, I pull out my phone. I push the home button and nothing. It was dead. I am on my own. I'm nearly out of panic. What am I going to do? Unpredictable. Be unpredictable. What would be unpredictable? How am I supposed to know? How can I predict what is unpredictable? Ugh, I was so close. Am. I am. So close. I am. I can do this. I can. The Coputronium speaks to me. I'm in a helicopter full of computronium. Surely being surrounded by it will prevent withdrawal until, until I ruin it all. Ruin 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 it all. Until I crash it. Jefferson is moving according to my plan. Is it my plan? Heading straight for Hill Air Force Base, flying across the Great Salt Lake. I look to the other side of the chopper. We have arrived. It's time. I stand up. Jefferson glances back. He looks glib. Seventy years of doing whatever the hell he wants and getting away with it. He's not concerned about me. His hands are full with the controls. If he's not the pilot, we don't fly. He can't stop me from getting to the computronium. And? And what is salt but iodine? I remember back to Montreal. The iodine treatment. Instead of breaking open crates to get the computronium for myself, I will dump it into the salt water. Crate after crate. I push them out into the salt water. Down. Deep. Jefferson is screaming at me. No! He starts weaving, trying to fling me from the side of the helicopter. He almost succeeds, but in reality, he just makes it easier. The more he weaves, the more crates slide to the side. But then, suddenly, all the weight shifts to one side. The chopper tips to the left with it, and in less than a second, we are headed straight for the the water. We go down. Deep. Down. Deep. Then, I am floating. I don't even need to swim or to dog paddle. My body hurts, but my head feels great, clear as the blue sky. Iodine. I am swimming in iodine. I can feel it is rendered useless to come in my body. Deep. Down. Then I sit up fast. Where am I? A voice says, Hey, relax, relax. You're safe. It's Jan. Jan is holding my hand. Then she hugs me. I'm in a room. Is it a hospital? I say, Did I black out again? Jan says, No, I don't think so. I think you just needed a long sleep. What happened? Chan says, Do you remember anything? I say, "Uh, We crashed. Chan says, Yes, you crashed three days ago, you and Jefferson. We assume he's dead, but we haven't found his body. All the computronium was aboard that helicopter, and it's all scattered over a three mile stretch of the Salt Lake. 999 and 208 went and recovered some of it, and it's useless. I say, Useless? It worked. Jan looks baffled. She says, That was your plan? She pauses, and then says, Yeah, it worked. Well, 999 and 208 are pissed. Turns out they wanted the Computronium for themselves, but I think this result is better. I say, Me too. Jan says, How do you feel? I look down at my hand, cradled between her two hands, and I say, To be honest, fantastic. Jan says, Well, the high salinity water probably fixed your radiation exposure. I think about that for a minute. Yeah, I'm glad about that, but it wasn't what I meant. I sit up straight, and I say, I feel fantastic, because you're here. Then, I pull Jan close, and I kiss her and she kisses me back.